I've received some, I guess, opinions, you could say, about my former episode. Episode that was, at this point in time, listened to by five people. And out of those five people, one person felt the need to contact me because they felt like I was shitting on people who don't need to be shit on. So let me be very, very clear. I don't care about the British royal family. I don't care about their issues. I don't care about their drama. And I don't care about people related to them. Do I think that if whatever has been said is true? I don't. I generally don't think that when people speak, all they say is truth. Because everyone's opinion is in there, you know? Everyone's projection of their own feelings, everyone's, everyone has their own way of framing things. Your experiences and who you are as a person will shape the way you view your life, will shape the way you remember things, will shape how you express those things, the words you use. And then again, the person listening to you will have their own outlook and their own filter on all of that and will interpret what you've said the way they feel. So whenever people are speaking and whenever I get information and depending on the sources of said information in particular, I am well aware that the actual fact of the matter is generally buried in between of what is being said, okay? Second, do I think that the individuals like Meghan and Harry and the entire British royal family, as a matter of fact, every famous person in the UK has been um, shat on, for lack of a better term, by the British media. They have been, okay? The British media, especially, especially the tabloids, love picking on people. They love shitting on people. I mean, come on, what they wrote about Diana, former princess, now dead woman because of paparazzi, what they said about Camilla, the future king's second wife, what they said about uh, Kate Middleton, the future, future king's wife, and what they said now about Meghan. I, I almost feel like it's a rite of passage for people who are famous in the UK to get slandered in their uh, news outlets, especially, again, um, all of the shitty papers like the Daily Mail and stuff like that. Those are rags. That's not newspapers. Those are rags that are selling speculation, that are selling controversial opinions, and that they are selling, I guess, negativity. And looking at that and allowing that to shape you um, is, <laughs> I, I think it's negative, both for the people who are the subject of their interest and the people who are interested in those subjects, if you know what I mean. E being in the paper and reading the paper is equally bad, both for your outlook on life, both for your self-esteem and the way you think about yourself and others. Third, I understand I came off as having little sympathy uh, for whatever they said. Uh, the thing is, I was angry. I recorded that and I put it out there 
angry because I'm being force-fed this information and I'm being force-fed these people I don't care about. I'm being force-fed whatever shit they're going through on International Women's Day. And I get it. Megan is a woman and however privileged she is, her concerns are valid. That's true. And the life she chose for the last couple of years has been very shitty. That is true, at least from my point of view. That doesn't mean I don't have the right to be angry. I don't I have the right to say how I feel, especially here. This is my platform. I don't owe you justification for having an opinion, nor do I owe you the space. I I know I said and I always do try to say by what I said that I want the space to have a meaning, that I want the space to be positive, that I want it to be a place of sharing uh, important information, but also my opinion. And, and I'm not a perfect person. And at times I don't feel charitable. I don't feel like not getting angry. I don't feel like censoring myself. If I wanted to come out here and say, I hate these people, these people are, are horrible, I would have. And I always, always say what kind of information I'm dealing with. I always say I don't know enough about this and I still have an opinion or I don't know enough about this so I won't speak on it. I am always 100% honest about how I got to my opinion and where it is coming from. Okay, then next... um, People have mentioned again that, uh, well, people, when I say people, I mean this one person, which turned out to be 20% of the people who actually listened to the episode. Uh, They said that I'm really, um, I I don't want to repeat the words that I read, but they were very rude. Okay, they were accusing me of being extremely rude towards someone I don't know. And in turn, being excessively rude towards someone they don't know, defending against someone they don't know. This is the reason why these people are in the news. Because people are interested in them. They're interested in their lives. They're interested in the drama. They're interested in the fairy tale. Okay, that's why you have the actual royal weddings on television. Because people want to watch it. And that's why you have this entire machinery behind this family is because that is what's keeping them alive. That is what's keeping them relevant. That is what's keeping them in the fucking Buckingham Palace. Okay? Your interest is what is feeding that. So if you're coming at me for shitting on Megan, while I did not, I expressed my opinion on the entire charade. I've expressed my opinion on certain things I've heard and I've expressed my opinion on why I don't really care and don't want them force-fed to me. Again, I cannot hate a person I don't know and I can shit on things I've heard and seen because I have the right to do so in my space when I feel angry. I can, and you don't have to agree with me. But again, you wanting that information, you wanting that drama, you wanting that, I guess, insight into whatever, that's what's feeding it. That's what's giving it 
important. That's what's giving his attention. That is what is giving the royal family their legs. Okay, that's why they still exist. That's why they're still relevant. So if you think you are somehow holier than thou by being on Meghan and Harry's side against the royal family, the fact that you care about Meghan Markle and the way she's been treated by the royal family as a potential future princess and now a duchess is because she's a freaking duchess. You would not care if this wasn't the royal family. So stop pretending like you're somehow against them. If you were against them, you wouldn't give them the light of day. If you didn't care about them, you wouldn't care about the situation. But, oh, Stella, they're this horrific firm that is ruining lives. No shit, Sherlock. We knew that before. We knew that 50 years ago. Where are you at? You're late to the party. We knew that. Okay, so when people tell me uh, this is a life story gone awry... The one thing I will still add on to this and end this episode and end any kind of conversation on Meghan and Harry and the British royal family, unless they fuck up some other time, um, and they, that is again uh, force-fed to me through the media I consume, here's the deal. They've said she has gone into that naively, thinking that it's going to be something that is not. If I, a random person that does not want that information, knows how fucking horrible living in that family would be, you as a 35-year-old woman who's lived her life very successfully, who's gone to speak in the UN, who's managed to create an image in the public about being a very strong, smart, independent, intelligent woman, then you don't have any justification thinking it was going to be easy. On the other hand, how naive were you? Really? Spending years with your boyfriend and then fiancé before you decided to publicly step into the limelight and say, I'm going to belong to this family. Are you really telling me that your boyfriend and then again fiancé did not at any point in your relationship say the media and the press has ruined my mother and paparazzi were partially responsible for her death. It is a scar on my brain, it's a scar on my soul. That is how bad it is. Are you telling me this conversation never happened? He never told her about one of, if not the most horrific thing that's ever happened to him and the circumstances of that? You're telling me that in the years of them dating and being engaged, they never broached the subject on how horrific the rags and the yellow media in the UK is. And let me cast your mind further back to when they were announced to be wed, the British public by far has been supportive of it. And those who didn't care truly did not care. You had a vocal minority of dicks somewhat concerned about her being divorced or American and whatnot. 
and pulling parallels to the former king who abdicated Edward, whatever, you're telling me that through this whole entire experience, she went in blindly? I don't buy it. She wasn't hated by the British me by the British public. Okay, that's the information I knew, not wanting to know. And you're telling me she went in blindly? You're telling me they had no idea what's gonna wait? On the other hand, when half of their fucking press lives to bring people down, you're telling me they had no idea? No. That one I don't buy. I believe that a lot of the experience they spoke on have been interpreted by them in the way they said it. I don't, I don't want to stay here and say she's lying because, first of all, I didn't see the damn thing. Second, I don't care to see it and I don't care to analyze her body language and I don't care to dig deeper into this. So I'm not going to stand here and preach and say they're lying because I don't believe they do. But I also believe that, like with a lot of things, the truth is somewhere in between. And like with a lot of things, there is a backstage we don't have access to and never will. And like with a lot of things that revolve around famous people, a lot of their intentional media coverage or their intentional interviews and stuff like that, it's all been carefully planned to spell out what they want you to read, what they want you to see. This is my point of interest. This is my point of study. This is what I have degrees in. So when I'm telling you that every single bit of what they put out there is extensively produced so that you read into it what they want you to, that is how it is. That is how those things are done. That is something I can 100% be certain of, as well as the fact that, as far as I know, what I found out today, actually, they weren't paid to do it, but Oprah sold it for $7 million. Really, you don't see the problem in that. If they were paid to do it, I would say, yeah, they're making money. Who gives a shit? Sell it to the people who care. But no, they actually aren't making money. It's their friend, Oprah, who sold it for seven freaking million. Yeah, I'm not bashing on Oprah. Oprah is a fucking shark. She knows what she's doing. But that... Those are just backup information, actual fact, factual information, as far as I gather, that tell me that this is a production meant to make money on one end and made to control the narrative on the other. This is how this works. Okay, without even going into what's been said, this is how this works. And I cannot believe this one person now made me make a 16-minute video doing what I said I didn't want to do, justifying my opinion. 
So let me end this by saying that we will return to regular programming that is hopefully going to be insightful and meaningful in two days' time. Until then, I hope you did not disappear on me and uh, talk to you soon.